Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Kathy McKinnon. She is a transformational coach and three-time number one international best-selling author. Kathy, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. So I love the name of your coaching, Wellness Warrior. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us, oftentimes we have our own unwell moments, which allow us to become more well and ultimately become a coach. So tell us the, the transformation of you and why you decided to be a wellness warrior, because those are two very strong words. Warrior is a very strong word. Yes. And, and it was exactly that, right, that led me to even creating my business, because I had never said, hey, I'm going to grow up and and be a transformational coach. But it was my own personal journey through, I went through five years of an infertility journey to have my son. In the middle of my infertility journey, I had to deal with a cancer diagnosis. And then shortly after I had my son, I had to deal with a divorce. And so I had a lot of major life events that were handed to me in a relatively short time period. And through all that, despite all this craziness, if you will, what, that was going on, I was still managing to smile and laugh and have fun. And that's where my friends gave me the nickname Warrior. I actually have it tattooed on my wrist. Um, and so I knew I had to incorporate that somehow into the business name because it speaks to that mental resiliency that, you know, I don't wish the things that I went through on anyone, but there will always be something that life throws you to trip you up. You know, I, I hope it isn't the things that I had to deal with, but whatever it is that you're dealing with, you need to tap into that mental resiliency, right? We have to build that toolkit and you have to be well in order to do that and be well in both physical and mental, right? If your health is not well, you're not going to be able to cope as well. And so that's something I work on with all my clients is that working on those top five areas of life and how can we get you towards optimizing them so you know, when life does happen and, and hand you some sort of situation, it doesn't knock you as far off course. That's great. And you reminded me of a client I have, her name is Dragana. And at first she was a, she is a transformation coach and that's a very broad title. But at one point she worked at Nestle, a corporation, a big corporation. And she was also a former professional, professional tennis player. And she asked, you know, she told me, she said, well, what relevance does that have for me to be a transformation coach with the price? I said, look, you've had these personal experiences of being a former professional tennis player, working with corporate, and so her clients are corporate executives who admire her grit and her tenacity, just like you. You've had some of these personal experiences, but it has allowed you to really relate to your clients, I would think, and to help them. So I'm curious, can you share some of the examples of a client you work with and how you help transform their lives, whether personal or professional? Yeah, so there's one client and she has allowed me to speak about her experience. So I'll use her as, as my example here. You know, she, when I first started working with her, she was very unhealthy. She was very overweight and she really lacked confidence because she kept just reverting back to, you know, she wasn't good enough, right? She felt constantly that, you know, she was never going to be good enough, et cetera, to do all these things that seemingly all the other people out there were doing. Um, and so, you know, we work together on, you know, where do you want your health goals to be? What do you want your career goals to be? What kind of relationships are you looking for? And that's not just romantic, but where are your family relationships, your friends, your support circle? 
and we put in steps and initially, of course, you know, there was a bit of pushback from some of the steps that I gave her, you know, okay, we need to move your body. We need to get working on the health aspect and we need to nurture that mindset, right? We need to do the, the self-care work that is sometimes the most challenging is looking in, in, inward at our own traumas and our own things that we've kind of buried and working on through all that with her and through her frustrations, of course, we've all had frustrating moments, you know, her health is in a much better place. She's lost almost 50 pounds. She's so much more confident. She's putting boundaries in place. So she's not getting walked all over like she was before. And, you know, now she has, she just shared on social media just last week, she has this newfound romantic relationship. So <laughs> she, right. She's built that confidence that she can put herself out there and she's happy and she's smiling and she's, she's no longer hiding. And to me, that's so important, right? Like we have this one life, we don't want to spend it hiding and being miserable. Yeah. And it's an important point you mentioned, Kathy, because again, a lot of people think that all the problems are out there. Like, you know, men and women, by the way, like guys are like, oh, that girl's this and this, this girl's going to a guy. But I'm like, why don't you work on yourself? You know, it's like so easy for mm -hmm. us to look outward and say, oh, that woman's not hot enough or you know, my, my female friends are that guy's not, but, but yeah, like, well, are you working your life to, to be a better person so you can actually be more confident like what you're doing? So it's important to stress what you're doing, Kathy, because again, a lot of people look outward for the solutions, but really it's inward, but when you have someone like yourself, really help them through, that's, that's very inspiring. Now, how do you go about, because that's a very touchy topic, you know, like weight issues or just a lot of issues, frankly. So how do you go about sharing and communicating with your clients in terms of communicating that? Like, because, you know, that's not an easy thing to talk about, you know? It is not an easy thing to talk about. And that's the thing with my clients is, you know, everything we talk about is confidential and I don't share anything about them or their journeys without their permission. But, you know, we have to dig into what is the problem that is causing this unrest, right? Is it, it might be the weight, it might not be the weight. It might be, you know, somebody told you something as a child and it's just stuck with you lingering in your head you sort of have to like peel back the onion to figure out what really is the issue here. Cause sometimes we want to blame something on the exterior, like the weight when really it's something in your mind that's triggering that emotional eating or that emotional reaction. And so it can take some digging. And again, it can be hard because you're digging into these emotions that we've buried and we don't want to touch. Um, and we don't want to admit it, of course, right? Like if somebody asked you, do you have limiting beliefs? No, of course I don't have limiting <laughs> beliefs, right? No, sure, no. But when you start digging into it and you realize, oh, that's why I do the things I do. Yeah, that's actually a limiting belief. Yeah, I just don't want to label it like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. That, that's why what's, what's interesting, Kathy, is like some people look at the coaching world like, hey, I don't know if I need one. But yet if you look at any athlete in the world who has the highest caliber, whether they're professional or Olympic, they all have coaches. Like when have you ever heard any athlete not have a coach? It's just literally unheard of. But with human beings, whether in personal or professional lives, they look at coaching. And it's so interesting because, again, I don't think they realize that there's a reason why people are very successful and those are not. Whether people call it a coach or a mentor or a teacher, but it's very important that they have someone like you on their side to really coach them along. So thank you for that. Now, I see that you've written three books. So share with us 
one of the books and what you hope to share and the message that you want to share in one of those books with our listeners. Sure. So one of them is Silent Grief, Healing, and Hope. And this to me was um, the most challenging one for me to write because it was the most vulnerable one, right? So in this book, I shared my infertility journey, which for any woman and man, couple, whatever it might be, that's a very personal, personal journey. Um, but I had carried that story and the weight of that story with me. I mean, my son is now nine. <laughs> so for years, kind of hiding it and never spoke about it because I thought I was like the only one. I felt alone. I felt nobody understood. And when I thought about it, I didn't want anyone else to go through what I did feeling alone, depressed, like nobody understood, nobody got it, nobody heard me. Um, and so that was what really drove me to finally share that journey and be of service to others going through this journey that feel that they're taking it personally, that there's something broken with them and, and that is not the case. But I can tell you that I know that that it can be how you feel in the moment that you're going through that. Yeah, and you mentioned it wasn't just a day, two or three or even a week or even a year, it was a series of years. So how do you feel you're able to just stay hopeful? Because it's one thing to say, yeah, it's not like a movie, you know, a movie is like, oh, it's so nightly put, nicely put together in an hour and a half, but in life as, as you're sharing, it's years. So what's the one thought that you had or the one message or the one thing that you did to just maintain that sense of uh, hope? You know, the one thing that I kept hanging on to is I kept hanging on to the thought that I was meant to be a mother. And, you know, that at some point in that journey, I thought, you know what, maybe I'm meant to be a mother, but it's through adoption, or maybe it's meant to be some other way. Um, and so I even, you know, looked at that, I'm, you know, I looked at, okay, maybe I am meant to be a mother, but maybe it's not meant to be this way. Maybe it's meant to be mentoring kids or maybe it's meant to be adoption or maybe it's meant to be surrogacy or or all the different possibilities and i think that is part of what kept me going is i kept that open mind of you know just because it doesn't work exactly the way we thought it should or the predetermined conceived way of how the world should work it still can work and so i kept that open thought process of okay i'm going to be a mother let's just figure out which route it's going to take to get there. Nice. That's a great way to end our, our interview. Kathy, how can our guests stay in touch with you, read your book, and connect with you? My website is wellnesswarriorcoaching.com. I'm also on Facebook and IG under Wellness Warrior Coaching. Great. Kathy, thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.